What it is, everybody? Welcome to episode 87 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDonough. <coughs> <coughs> ah, sorry, I had a bit of phlegm in my throat. Yeah. But here we are again for another fun week of reviewing more fucking films, you son of a bitch. <laughs> another week, another film on the Fish and Connoisseur movie another podcast. Another week, another film, another bitch. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's how we roll. This week we're talking about Angry Birds. Oh yeah, what a fun movie that we both definitely were excited to see. <laughs> were you? Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Would you, you? Would, you? would you have seen it if it weren't for this? Fucking no. No, I wouldn't have. I think like, I probably still would have. I wouldn't have seen it, man. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'd never had a thought about it. The only reason I, when on last podcast was when I thought, like, re- remembered it was out. When you were like, Angry Birds is out. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but before then, I literally had no, like, I, I didn't even, I was even aware it was out this month, to be honest. Yeah, right. I work at a cinema, for God's sake. <laughs> Well, I can't help but be aware of it because there's advertising everywhere for it. They've gone all out. I've seen, you know, been seeing trailers for a long time. Um, I remember the the first teaser one with, uh, you know, and bashing the shit out of the bird. Yeah, we bashing yeah, the shit that. out of the bird, and where you know he's sitting under the tree and he thinks the girls are winking at him, but it was the Fabio-looking motherfucker above yeah. him that was chilling in the tree. Um, all to Michael Jackson's bad. <laughs> And I thought, hey, this could be some fun. I like Angry Birds, the video game. Did you play much of Angry Birds, the video game? I had a brief stint for like a month where I played it, but then my girlfriend at the time was like addicted. But other than that, no, I wasn't really too into it. To be honest, I played more of the Star Wars version of it. I was I didn't like that one. I think it was the only one I played. I don't know if I actually played the, the original. I came into it real late. I, oh, did you? I remember I was in a best and less which is like a just a clothes store here for, in Australia. For, and for I, all of our Mexican viewers, it's a clothes store. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And um, I seen a bunch of like kids' T-shirts with Angry Birds merchandise on it. And I was all like, fucking, what is this? And a lot of them were the Star Wars version. And I think my girlfriend back was like shopping or something. And I sort of had some time. So I downloaded the game and started playing it like the Star Wars version of it. And yeah. I, I did get addicted. I was I was quite quite hooked on it for a while, but that was probably a good, you know, I don't know, five years into its run. So. <laughs> yeah, it came out years ago. I remember when it first came out, I was like, oh, this looks fun. I hated it. I hated when it came out. Why did you hate it? Friend. Frustrating? Uh, just fucking boring. Like just slingshot birds at buildings. And I was like, fuck this. Well, I, I, was I, shit at I, it. Did, I did enjoy the, the simplicity of it and the physics yeah. of it was quite well done. So... Like, I was never a massive fan of iOS games, though. Yeah, I, I think it's probably one of the only ones I've, I've given a good crack, other than yeah. things like you know Jurassic Park Builder and stuff like that. But <laughs> I don't really play too much on the yeah. iPhone. But look, it, it's a big deal. It's probably the the biggest game to ever be an iOS game. Um, it's huge. Like Everyone has had some sort of experience with it, I feel. Yeah. So everybody knows what it is. So that's what this movie has going for it, is that... It has a huge um, awareness base, and that's exactly what was, you know, pulling me in to a certain extent. Not that I was like overly excited for it because I watched the trailer and I wasn't like, oh, "Man, this looks awesome." I was like, "Oh man, I kind of want to know what this is about." Yeah, yeah. See how they pull it off. And it had a good. It has a good cast. Jason Sudeikis is the main dude. 
you know, they've got Sean Penn in there, Danny McBride, a bunch of people. So it's um, something that uh, is also bringing in a new era of like the video game movies. Yeah, there's a new trailer out. So I think what for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's right. And I think what's happening, to be honest, is that as games are able to kind of portray a more serious conventional story, games like Last of Us are changing transition between film and games. Uh, viewed, you know, games like, uh, what is it, Until Dawn, Heavy Rain, Assassin's Creed has just this immense backstory to it, Halo's another one, like these games have come out and have established them so well that video, you know, movie producers and production companies are like, well, fuck, we need to get on this fucking cash cow. Well, it is, and like a lot of, a lot of video games are outclassing movies these days, like Last of Us is, is one of the smartest stories yeah. getting around you know and like a lot of all the other ones that you say assassin's creed has been around for such a long time and it has such a a glorious back backlog like yeah. you said um you know other movies coming out we've got warcraft this yeah. year so and and it feels like the studios are kind of taking them seriously yeah it's awesome hey which is yeah which i think is has been the major problem like there have been some okay Video they, always, game. they always take the piss. Like, they always take the route of, like, it's a video game, it's silly, you know? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I, I really like the Resident Evil game, uh, well, games and the movies, but the movies are such a, a different thing to the games. Yeah. It's kind of like, why even make it? <laughs> yeah. Just call it something else. Like, other things. Like, I don't mind the Mortal Kombat movies. They're B-grade bullshit, but there's, there's never... I, like, I can't really think off the top of my head of one that was... Like, yes, they nailed I've, it. They I've, I've never seen a video game movie that has pulled it off yeah. to the point of like... like the that Hitman was like, movies were fucking rubbish. Well, it was just like I've never seen a video game film that's pulled it off as if like, wow, that was a good film. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're good for a video game movie does not mean it's a good film. And I think that's where they struggle to cross the line. And the Assassin's Creed film looks like the film that they're trying to push as like, hey this is going to be a good film. Well, what, I've, what I've heard about the Assassin's Creed thing is Ubisoft, the, you know, the game developer, yeah. has... I, I'm not sure if it's 100% true, but I have a feeling that they've actually like started a studio to start making their, their IPs. Well, they should fucking make a Splinter Cell film if that's the case, because that would be a fucking awesome... Yeah, awesome is that Ubisoft? Ubisoft did Splinter Cell. Well, like, if yeah. you know Splinter Cell Conviction... Like, so the first few are just kind of like, you know, he's going around doing missions and shit, but the convictions like him, he leaves third echelon, it's him on the run and he finds out like, cause he had to kill his boss when he was a double agent, spoilers. Um, and like, he <laughs> finds out that he all did it. He did it for the wrong reasons. And like, he gets betrayed by it. It's just fucking awesome. Like such a cool story. Well, that's, but, yeah. well, that's one thing that like Ubisoft are probably if not the biggest, one of the biggest game developers getting around. So yeah. then they e easily have all the big AAA names. Like a lot of them are Ubisoft. So it's it's hard not to, to have known about something that they've made. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would do something like this. And at the very least, it, like, I, like I said, I'm not 100% sure if they've started a studio or whatever, but I, I know for a fact that they have a lot of say in this Assassin's Creed movie. Like... It's basically their movie. Yeah, okay. Well, in that case, why the fuck does the Animus look like the claw from Toy Story? <laughs> what the fuck is that shit, right? That's like, that's all I took from this film. I see a bunch of assassins. I'm like, sweet, new era, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I don't know anything about the story. I can't really make a judgment. And then mm. I see the Animus and I'm like, why? 
why is it this? I can't why remember. Can I... What does the Animus look like in the game? I've, like, I've dabbled in Assassin's Creed. I played Black Flag and I've yeah. been playing um, the one that's set in London. Um, Syndicate, the new one. yeah, and they're good fun, but I, I haven't, I haven't, like, I didn't, I didn't actually really like the first one. I didn't. I, really I was, I was, I'm not a massive fan of Assassin's Creed. I used to be a huge fan. Yeah. Assassin's Creed one, two, and three, I was a big fan of, but everyone else, all the others, I'm like, whatever, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> um, but um, There's so many like, of them. The Animus is basically just a chair, like it's just a chair you lie down in, and it like connects to your brain. Yeah, isn't it? Which is, is it, do fine. they have some sort of virtual reality goggles on or something, or is no, it things plugged just, to their just, brain? Plug to the brain, yeah. They, but it's fine. Like you don't need to go over the top. Like they I didn't. They, is, yeah, they never jump around and stuff, right? Like the, it's no. actually just all memories. It's and not the actual person jumping around. We, and we see um, Fastbender. Fastbender, yeah, Fastbender. We see Fastbender jumping around, attached yeah, to the claw. Like, is that what you're talking fu- about? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like this is <laughs> what I'm talking about, where they kind of take what the, the 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 core of what makes a game good and they fuck it up like they've put him in a fucking claw because they're like oh well no one wants to see a guy sit in a chair it's like no but no one sees the guy sit no in the chair. we see him because jumping around on buildings and shit dressed as a sick ass assassin exactly like he's just a it's just a driving force to keep the to keep these memories going the core of the story mm. should be set in Spain, like very much like the games are like we cut and, back to the animus but we it's exactly you're playing in the past so when i see a fucking giant claw thing i'm like great so what's going to happen is it's going to be 50 50 where 50 percent it's going to be in spain but none of it's really going to matter the other half's going to be in real life and i'm not fucking keen for that i'm not excited to see that Mm. and he's not even playing desmond he's playing some other wanker fuck yeah i don't know any of the characters i yeah so it doesn't really mean much to me. But the one thing, I look, I, I am excited to see a movie where the actual game developer has a lot of control Same. over. So I feel like it's going to be in in the spirit of the of the games, yeah. which isn't necessarily a good thing for me. Like I said, I'm not the biggest fan either. But it's good to see that this could be the ushering in of a new era of video game films after watching the assassin's creed trailer it's got all the cool moments like him doing the leap of the faith at the end of it like fucking awesome jumping over buildings and looking all kinds of badass with the hood over his head and such but it's i don't know it's a little bit more cg heavy than i kind of thought it would be yeah and to be honest none of the assassin's Creed games have been really like just a guy assassinating people since the first one there's always like a core of a backstory and I'm kind of worried this one's just like going to be about a guy running around Spain being a cunt. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it just looks, it doesn't honestly doesn't look too crash hot. I was not overly excited watching it. It could be good, mm. but I, I right now I'm kind of on the, the less keen side. Well, it does, it does give, uh, it, it gives me a little bit of hope, like I said, and I, I have a feeling it probably will be at least decent. Yeah, and then we've got Warcraft as well, which I don't know if we've talked much about Warcraft, but I I am quite excited for it. I've seen the trailers at IMAX and it looks really cool, but again, it's just like a CG fest, so that is really a thing that turns me off a lot. Yeah, these is days. that is that film animated? No, uh, no, because it, it's it a human like in it. it. It's the guy it looks, from Vikings. It looks like an animated film. It's pretty much. I think I think it's very much um, like Avatar style. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Look, I'm not really keen for it at all. It doesn't look that impressive. It's just about, I don't know. It looks real basic. I, I, it could be fun, but I'm not a big Warcraft fan as it is. And I think one of the things you need to be ex- to do to be excited for that sort of film is to be a fan of 
yeah, the I'm, game. I've never really played it myself. I've yeah. never got behind it. But I, I, the thing that does excite me is it is such a massive thing, yeah. like Warcraft is, and the fact that they, you know, it was inevitable that they were going to make a, a movie out of it. So, and I've heard they've thrown a shitload of money at it. So that it, like, at the very least, all this means is that they are taking video game stories seriously. And you and me are pretty big gamers, so it, this could be, you know, a mediocre start potentially, and then we might, uh, you know, evolve into some of the the movies that we want to see, like Last of Us movie, Uncharted, maybe, um, all these other really good IPs that yeah. are very cinematic in themselves, like as games. So it makes sense to transcend them to the film the film screen. Yeah, I, they just like just don't fuck it up, hey. Yeah, like, and that's honestly, what they always do, so we'll pretty, hold our breath for that. But did they fuck up Angry Birds, Connor McDuff? The, probably the first step with this new wave yeah. of video game films. Will you tell us what happened? Yeah, so Angry Birds follows Red, who's the basic Red Bird from the, all the video games, and basically being angry in this world isn't something you do. Like, the worst crime can, you can commit, it gets you... The maximum penalty is anger management. So ang- being angry in this place isn't really... Uh, a legitimate thing and basically red is an angry little bastard because no one likes him and then gets sent to anger management he's the only real one that sees any logic behind anything and then the pigs rock up the pigs are pretending to be nice and like sweet and offering them all these things but in reality they're just stealing uh the bird's eggs and red's the only one that really notices it and then he has his two friends the yellow bird i don't even fucking remember the name and bomb chuck Chuck and uh, they save the day. They go to the pig world and they set up their slingshot. And they fuck up their city and then they take their eggs back and they live happily ever after. Boom! Angry Birds in yeah. a nutshell, in an eggshell. Now, the first thing I want to bring up with this film, really quickly, while it's on the top of my head, is the pacing mm-hmm. of this film. Did it feel off to you? Um, how so? For me, I just like, it felt so quick, like, but not like quick as in like, look, when I think of a quick animated film, like I think the Lego movie or, um, or Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, they're very fast films. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, Chris, yeah. I know what Chris, you're saying. Chris yep. Miller and Phil Lord. But this film had like a really fast pace to it with its comedy and its tone, but then it just kind of felt like it never stopped, not even for a second. And it kind of started getting a little just like... I got a little, um, what's the word? I'm looking disjointed. Like it just like was jumping all over the place. Didn't give you um, time to breathe. Didn't give you time yeah. to feel the characters. Didn't like, give you time even, to feel the story. Is that what you think? Yeah. Like even when they do any, they do this journey up these, this mountain to find the mighty eagle. And it's just like, I feel like it was such an important moment for these guys to become friends, these three birds. And instead it's just kind of taken as a joke. And it's not really, it's just nothing in the film. Like it's just, it's just kind of nothing. I was just mm. expecting... I don't know, I was expecting like a slower pace to it. Like basically what happens is the pigs steal all the eggs and that's at the middle point of the film and none of these characters have really done anything. They've Red's gone to anger management and then he kind of realises the pigs are up to something and that's it. Mm. And then he's like, all right, something's wrong. And then they steal the eggs and then they save the day. Like it's super, super quick. Like it's such a quick film in that regard and I just kind of felt it and I feel like I shouldn't have. Well, yeah, it's funny you point that out because I, I don't know if I actually noticed it in a pacing sense but you saying it i i yes everything happened really quickly like it is a quick movie i, I don't think it's very long um no, it's not be like 90 minutes at most but i i remember like walking out of the cinema and I'm like shit that's that's kind of fuck that was quick that was cool like you know i had other shit to do that day so i was happy but 
it does feel like it moves along a lot. And I think a lot of that comes down to that it lacks a bit of heart, this film. It there's, does, doesn't there's, it? There's not really much to it at all. It's all very surface level. It's all, oh, look, he's an angry guy because he's got bushy eyebrows and, you know, he bashes yeah. up a sign. Then these bad pigs come and, of course, they're bad because we know from the games that they're bad. And, you know, a hero says they're bad. That was one thing I also found was a bit funny. Like, other than crushing his house, which, yes, you should be pissed about, like, the pigs at the start didn't really seem like bad guys. <laughs> they, like, yeah, at no, least to didn't. start with, why would anyone be suspicious of them? Obviously, we get more reasons later on as, you know, we find all the pigs in the in the boat and all that sort of thing. But I, I remember feeling like they should have done something a little bit more nefarious with these pigs to make them seem like bad guys because all they're doing is throwing a really cool party and like we didn't really know about them stealing eggs and blah 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 I don't know yeah the story lacks a lot of core like a lot of heart to it like and and to a point where it's kind of just a little you kind of watch it you're like well all the all the aspects of a good written animated film are there so why Mm. isn't it hitting the mark and I think one of the reasons is just like you said it's just surface level a lot of key plot points are kind of shot over a little bit. Like Red's anger is something that's played on a lot, but... Never you know, really means anything. It doesn't really mean much. And then they kind of force it down your throat when they try and make it mean something. Well, that's one and- thing I really am disappointed with this film because I love in movies watching people get pissed off. Yeah, me too. I think it is the greatest thing because it's almost a release for us as the viewers like, yeah, like I wanted this angry. I wanted to watch Red beat the shit out of those pigs, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> like I did, I did. Well, yes, that would have been fun, but I just wanted him to explode. He didn't re- even like the him beating up the sign. Wasn't yeah, really never, that bad. Like he never. I, that's what I felt. That was what I mean. Sorry. Like he never really does get angry, does no, he? He gets kind in a of- movie called Angry Birds and there's three birds that are in anger management. They're not that pissed off. Yeah, it's kind of like he's just more salty all the time. I really wanted to see him like lose, like when the pigs take the eggs, like I really wanted it to just be those three birds they, and Terrence go over and they just fake it and they f- fucking like go Lose down. their shit and fuck shit up. <laughs> because, because I, I don't know, it was, there was something, I, just again, like it's just surface level, you know? It's there. They try and make it there. It's on paper. Like, they're telling you he's angry. Exactly, They're yeah. telling you this stuff, but they're not showing it. It's like the Mighty Eagle as well. They meet this guy, and he's like a has-been loser, like, washed up. And they kind of tell you all the time that he's, like, just a loser, retired guy. But really, he's just chilling out. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just it was all very surface level. The friendship the three birds have is never really explored enough for it to become anything substantial. Well, for when they, you know, at the end of the film and they all move in together and they're kind of mm-hmm. mates and such, like, I, again, like you said, I I understand why that should be happening because they've just gone through this journey together, but I never actually felt that the connection between those three characters was there. Exists, yeah. This is actually a really weird example for me because I think this is actually one of the first films I've seen in a while where I can understand why it would be a good film and understand how it could have been a good film and all the things are there to make it a good film, but it just doesn't hit it, you know? Like, they don't, they don't reach that mark. It's like they've it's hit, just, like, all the technical marks of, yeah. of writing a story. They've hit all the beats. They've hit all the, all the act, the three-act structure. Arcs. They've yeah. didn't, done it all, but just haven't put the time into any of the characters well, yeah, to, they've forgotten, to, they've to forgotten really make us as the audience feel it. Like, you know, if you compare this to a Pixar movie 
or even most stuff done by DreamWorks, there was no part where I actually was just like felt bad for the characters or felt bad for him. Actually, no, I lie. There was one bit and I wish there was more of it when he has like the flashback as as a kid and all the kids are picking on him and he like starts to, you know, starts to tear up a little bit. I was like, man, there it is. And I kind of expect that from a lot of animations these days. Like my sister refuses to watch most animations that come out these days because they fucking hit you in that sad gland (laughs) so hard. It's a DreamWorks thing though, man. Like DreamWorks doesn't do it as well. But they they, don't. sometimes they do. Like there'll be bits and pieces here, but obviously Pixar hits it every time. Like I bawled my eyes out and fucking inside out. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's what you kind of expect from uh, modern animation these days. And it's nowhere to be seen in this except for that little yeah. glimpse when he's a kid. Like let's see that come back into it as he's an adult and people are picking on him. Yeah, they're all saying they don't like him and they've neglected him. They pushed him out and onto the beach and whatever. Let's see him actually be affected by this other than by beating up a fucking sign. Yeah, no, I agree. It's really frustrating. And I think it kind of sucks too because you and I were just discussing before that we can't really discuss much about this film. And one of the reasons is because it just, it never, it's never hitting marks. Like there's not much to talk about. It's flat. And that's really weird for me. One of the things I do want to talk about, though, is, is how they've incorporated the video game aspect of this film, hmm. which I think is important. And they do it via the slingshot yeah. and the bird's powers. Now, one of the things I could admire was that they never fucking explain that the yellow bird is fast. Like, they never, they never explain why. He's just fast. He just is, yeah. And that's good. And that's a good thing. You know, your audience isn't dumb. You don't need any reason. That's just what happens in this universe. And I was yeah. totally with it. In fact, that, um, Chuck was the only bird in this whole thing that I found thoroughly entertaining. Like yeah, Josh Gad. Very, very, he, got, he got all the good lines, Book of mm. Mormon boy. But, well, he's um, pretty much playing the same character as he was uh, in Frozen, Frozen with Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> just fast, and, a faster version of Olaf. And like, that's pretty much it. Like They kind of incorporate the slingshot into it a little bit, but then it's not really that relevant anyway. Well, they, well I, actually, talking about the, the slingshot, I, I found it uh, quite annoying how convenient it was. Yeah. That it came into play. Like the pigs just give them a gift of a, a huge slingshot that we all go, ah, you know, that's it. And I expected that moment for sure because we're, I'm, I'm here to see how they incorporate the, the birds being slingshot and busting up yeah. buildings. I just think they could have done it in a much smarter well, way. Like, birds can't fly. Why wouldn't they just like, why couldn't in this wacky world, why wouldn't slingshots be something these birds used to get around? It could They're be something birds. that Red has just been creating while he's been in isolation out on the beach. Like, he, even something as simple as that. Creates little slingshots and then goes, wait a second, and creates a big one. Like these are all things that I think could have totally worked, but instead we get a pig like forcing it down the audience's throat. Yeah. Like, Here's, but this is what you're going to use. I did enjoy the slingshotting stuff. Oh, it was awesome. I thought like, it was fucking was, great. And that was one of the only good things about it. I'm like, wow, that is how you, that is how you shoot yeah, a, a yeah. video like game Like just film. how the, the pig's world was set up so it was so easily toppled. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just, as soon as they, they arrived on that planet, I was just like, oh, here we go. This is going to yeah. be great. And it was like just little things like the, the anger management, management teacher farts fire yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like, and he's like, they just bring all the, the things that I vaguely remember from the game and make them relevant here. And make and I, I thought that was in a clever way. It's like they kind of 
figured out that scene and they nailed that and then just, oh, well, we'll just make some random story around it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it because that scene was really well executed and the rest of it was pretty bleak and boring. I did, um, I did laugh a bit. In I it. didn't. I, like, some of the comedy was pretty on point. If it, it did lack the heart that we needed, but, like, yeah. that scene of fucking Mighty Eagle peeing. Piss- oh, it was great. That uh, was really funny. I lost my shit, man. I was like... I was like nearly crying with laughter, like just how long it went on for yeah. and Chuck's like little, the yellow bird's eye twitching and like <laughs> he's grinding his teeth on the fucking rock, grinding his tongue on the rock. Oh and- God. The other bit that was really funny was the bit where Red's house gets destroyed and Chuck's like, wow, it's really heartbreaking when someone destroys something you create, isn't it? <laughs> like yeah, after he yeah, breaks right. Red- Chuck's statue thing, I was like, fuck, statue, that's funny. Yeah. Just real passive aggressive. But yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed those were actually probably the two funniest moments in the film. The rest of it kind of fell flat with some dumb puns and shit. Yeah. Okay, next question that I want to ask. Why is it that every fucking animation studio other than Pixar insists, fucking insists on forcing dance numbers into their films? Oh, Why? I know. It's been what a, is, man, what I remember, is this? Do you remember that fucking shit ass animation? I think it was a Disney one, Chicken Little. Like a few yeah, years ago. They did it at the end. Yeah, and that's what I remember watching that and and being like, Okay, this is done. We're done with this. Yeah. That's gotta be like ten years ago. Like that was I was nine years old when that came out, so yeah, it was ten years ago. Ten years. Fuck. That is like, come on. And like I get it because you you're kinda always I don't know, with a good good sound and I will say one thing, this this movie does have a great soundtrack. Like it, did. it was pretty solid. Rock you like a hurricane, a bit of Imagine Dragons in there. Like this really, really good stuff. And when they are doing it, you kinda I'm I'm sort of like bopping along, but I'm like also like, why do we need this? It feels like a cheat way to make a kids movie these these days, because you know that kids uh, you know, they love the Elvin and the Chipmunks and they're just gonna have a bit of a dance along when you put on some music and the characters are bouncing around on in front of them on the st- on the screen. Yeah, it's just frustrating because it's such a fucking common trope though and it just doesn't ever add anything to the film no. ever. In fact, the only Toy Story one I think of is uh the only Pixar one I think of that, that does it is Toy Story where um they do it at the end of Toy Story 2. Like That's in the credits? That. Uh they no no uh Squeaky Squeaky is that his name? Squeaky uh, what's his name? The dog? The, the oh, penguin. no, the, the penguin. Yeah, he's singing that song. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, but it still kind of worked in that movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just fucking annoying. Like, they're all just dancing at the end during the credits, and I'm like, this is stupid. Look, this I, so I kind of don't mind it in the credits, but when they when they dedicate whole scenes to it, like, you know, the, the cowboy dancing scene in this, yeah. although, be it, quite funny, because these pigs are wearing arseless chaps, <laughs> I just... I. Yeah, I, I do roll my eyes a little bit every time I see an animation that does that. Uh, like, it, it takes me back to, like, things like Ice Age, which I can't really remember any of them, but I'm sure there is some sort of something like that in this, in those movies. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Ice Age ever did it, actually. But Ice Age is one of the ones that's amazing. Like, Ice Age 1 and 2, I love that shit so oh, much. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never been a fan of Ice Age. There's a um, new one coming out, too, isn't there? There's... There's one fucking yeah. There's all right. There's like Madagascar. Fucking... Madagascar did it all the time as well. I was like, oh man, I'm over Madagascar. I'd never. I was never really a huge fan of Madagascar. See, I like, like Madagascar I'm... more than Ice Age though. Yeah, I, the first Ice Age for me is one of the best DreamWorks mm. films. Shrek and Ice Age, I think, is where it's at. But yeah, after that, they kind of fell flat. Hey, did you know that fucking Sean Penn voiced that big angry red bird? 
Really? The one that just grunts. Sean Penn, one of the finest actors getting around these days, came in and grunted. That's fucking ridiculous. I'd like to read into more about that. I wonder why he did that. Like, if he just knew somebody or if it was something, like, he just really liked the game. I don't know. Probably, man. That's pretty cool, though. Like, gotta have some respect for that. Yeah, well, you know, like, because when I seen his name in the credits, I thought, oh, he'll probably be, like, the main pig. Yeah. Which was Bill Hader. Yeah, Um, he did well. His voice was awesome. Yeah, he was funny. I I didn't really like the animation style in this movie, either. I felt like it was cheap. It was, like, well lit. The lighting was really good, but the, the actual animation itself felt really cheap. Everything in terms of actually animating was kind was nice but yeah. it just they're just such generic mm. characters like i yeah i feel like this is something i would see on um you know saturday morning cartoons rather than in a feature film setting yeah i agree it was it felt cheap it did it just felt cheap i don't know it's really it strange really boring. i'm glad we agree on that though look i have nothing else to say about this film <laughs> <laughs> I do have one question before we, we sign out here. Yes, go on. Why can't the fucking birds fly? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a thing? Like, I, like, I guess we need to be able to slingshot them, but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't understand. I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, it was really weird. It's like he, he sort of teased it at the start when he's, you know, running, when he's the clown running. Yeah, when party. birds fly. Oh, still can't fly. Still can't fly. I thought it might just be him. Yeah, no, it's all of them. It's really strange, actually. I don't really know. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Look, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm just going to fucking be... I'm just going to take the wheel here and wrap it up without even asking you. Uh, No, it's just... Man, this movie hits all the right beats, but it's just no heart to it, man. No content, you know? No quality to it. And that's disappointing. And it's just... I don't know. It's sad to see, like, what could have been... I mean, the kids are going to love it, which is what's important. But it's sad to see what could have been a really phenomenal animated film kind of take a step back and just be another boring animated film because I really want video game movies to be a thing that is successful. Um, but look, I give it two out of five. Two out of five. Yeah. Look, I've been pretty negative on this shit, but to be honest, while actually watching the film, I didn't have a bad time. There wasn't any, like, like I said, when I, by the end of it, it went so quick that I walked out thinking shit that went quick. And that's, as we've, as we've discussed, it's not necessarily a good thing, but it's not a bad thing either because no. to me, a bad film drags and this never dragged. It kept going and I definitely was laughing along with it when, you know, it hit the right comedy, comedy points and yeah. it had a great soundtrack. So I was bopping along with it as well, but it wasn't until like I kind of walked out of it and had a bit of a think of it that I was like, there was no point in that movie where I actually gave a shit. And that's the problem. Like, it lacks the heart. It doesn't connect me to anything. And unfortunately, it's going to just become another generic animation that will just fade away into obscurity. Like, I was even... I had to, like, go and read the plot again (laughs) before doing this podcast because I saw it on Friday. It's now Monday night. Over the weekend, I've forgotten this movie. <laughs> yeah, I only saw it yesterday. It was in my head, but it's yeah. pretty forgettable. But that's, you know, that rarely happens. Like, I, I see a lot of movies, but I tend to sort of take something away from most of them. I didn't really take much away from this. The only reason this will do any good is because it is Angry Birds. It has that, you, you know, recognition. Um, yeah. Kids will love it. And I guess that's all that really matters, like... You know, when when, uh, parents take their kids to see this, I was in a cinema with 
like three or four families and all the kids were laughing throughout the whole yep. thing. And this is something you could throw on, you know, DVD, put it on on your TV and the kids will, will sit there and, and watch it because it's entertaining um, yep. to a certain extent, at least on a kid's level. So, look, it does its job, but it could have been so, so much better. This is kind of a little bit of a misstep for the, that video game revolution that I'm hoping for. So let's hope that Warcraft uh, can take that next step. But for this one, I give it a 2.5 out of 5. The most average of average films. Pretty fucking average film, to be honest. I just didn't give it 0.5 because it didn't entertain me. But uh, look, we're done. It's we over. are done. Another short and sweet one. That podcast is over, guys. We're not doing any more. Sorry to disappoint This is the last one. <laughs> We, uh, next week, we're back on to fucking superhero movies. Yeah! I'm literally sitting here with the fucking saddest fucking look on my face. I'm not too saddened because it is X-Men, and I did <sighs> really like Days of Future Past. I liked, I liked Doft a lot too, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not Dot. too, I'm not too keen on this one, to be honest. But, you know, whatever the fuck. Float your fucking Magneto boat, you know? Like, if this is going to be good, it better be good. Can't wait to review another fucking film where the... <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> the X-Men ones sort of stand apart a little bit because they did yeah, really well with the ensemble but stuff. Just, um, just like... And I, you know, I remember at the end of Days of Future Parts being keen for this and they've got the whole cast back again. So, hey. It's, no, hold on. Wolverine's not in this one, is he? Yeah, he is. He is. He makes an appearance. Okay. Weapon X is in it. He'll probably be minor, but he's in it. Yeah, sweet. I'm a bit iffy about Apocalypse, though. He looks a bit strange, but... It's Poe Dameron. It's fucking Poe from Star Wars. He's playing Apocalypse. Oh, is it? Yeah. That actually, that actually makes me a little bit more keen, then. <laughs> I think it is. Oscar Isaac's a boss, man. I was listening... Have you ever seen Inside Lewis Davis? No, I haven't. He plays... He plays, um... He plays fucking the main character who's like a folk singer. Yeah. So like, for, I've known him since that film. So like, I've gone from like listening to his music on Spotify in my spare time to watching him in my favorite start like trilogy, Franchise. like saga of films. Now he's in fucking X Men. Like the guy is just slaying. I saw him um, in um, X Machina. He was really cool in that as well. Completely yeah. different to anything else that he plays. He's a good actor. He really is. Yeah, he really is. So well, yes, that excites me a little bit more. You can hear my judgment on X-Men Apocalypse next week. Until then, guys, go listen to our other Fuck. fucking podcast. Fuck, fucking, I fucked that up you know, so much. Were you cutting me off? Were you cutting me off while I'm doing all the... I yelled, I yelled play the music too early. All the so, official stuff of trying to get people to listen to more of our shit. Please listen to more of our stuff. You can find it all on podbean.com slash movie. All 87 of our episodes. Get on there. Help us out. Share that shit around. We've had a really good response over the last few weeks, and we, we love it that you guys are getting behind us. Thank you so much. Connor, please get us out of here. Play the music, Fish. There you go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Angry Birds, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track, Rock You Like a Hurricane, is performed by Scorpions. We can't